Jamie's looking fly because I am two and, and O. Tom, yeah, we're surprised he's here, if I'm being honest. Um, but uh, just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> yes, excellent. Uh, oh, Gary, Gary's coming straight away. Um, so, yes, welcome along to episode three, week two. Uh, he's almost done pending uh, an abomination of the Packers and the Lions tonight. <clears throat> um, as mentioned there, uh, me and Jamie are over the moon, Tom not so much, but I'm sure we'll come on to that in just a short while. Uh, firstly though, I did want to give a special shout out to a follower on Twitter who became our 700th follower. Um, they've asked us to give them a shout out, so they would like to be known as The Chemists. They are LC Incorporated, their name is Chester's Goons, and they've asked us to read out our favourite tweet of theirs. So I'm just going to pick one, scrolling through their... Um, <laughs> the Twitter feed at the moment. The worst part is I don't know what's going to come. <laughs> it says uh, one day ago, so at ten to nine our time on the nineteenth of September, they tweeted, "I got pegged by a four. So, thanks for following us. Um, you're probably our favourite follower, um, or, or not, as the case may be. But well, that's your prize for becoming our seven hundred follower. Um, <laughs> oh, God's got a different account. <laughs> was that he was the four. Oh, we do know who Lucy Paul is. Uh, just shout out to Twitter. We've got loads of new followers on Twitter. Um, I think we're on 800 and something now, are we? Mid um, 800, still out of flying up, which means you guys are doing the job. 832. One more sub on YouTube for 200. Yeah, he wants to be our 200 subscriber. If it's you, you'll get an excellent <laughs> You'll shout get a shout out from a tweet. Just <laughs> like that. Um, so, um, week two is almost done. Um, how are we all feeling? Jamie? Absolutely love it. I mean, that performance yesterday was a little bit shaky in the first. It was my uh, friend's birthday yesterday, Taryn. Big shout out. Big free one. And um, we went out for a meal. So I had I had Red Zone on my phone the whole meal. Don't you worry, guys. And it was the first time in a Sunday I haven't worn my, my books jersey all day. So as soon as I got home, I put it on. And then we absolutely smashed it from that point. And we have won 10 games in a row, nine in a row, scoring over 30 points. And that's all because of that Brady jersey, because I had it from that point. I got it around Christmas time, have won it every game. Superstition, though, that. It hasn't been watched since last season. If anyone wants to ruin the box form, uh, just break into Jamie's house, set fire to the Brady jersey. I've already given his address away like here once. Ten parsley no, places. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do it. That brings back some cod memories. <laughs> no, don't do it. Um, so, uh, yeah. Book's looking really good. Really good as well. And Panthers are looking really good too. I mean, usually it'll be the Saints and the Bucks on 2-0, 2-0. But Panthers are 2-0. We'll, uh, we'll segue and bring the mood down a little bit. Ask how uh, Tom is feeling. Excellent. Excellent. Told you, I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, like I was saying to you before, before we jumped on air, it's the only good thing about... Losing on a Thursday is you can sort of come to terms with it. 
by the Monday. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling all right now. Did you sound it? <laughs> it was a close game, though, was it? It, it was. It, it, it shit losing the two divisional rival as well when you probably you feel like you'd maybe done enough to win the game and not no, not sitting here making excuses, but that offside when you when you see it, you know when all the commotions come on and you actually see the video where it's not offside. You do it, you're just like for fuck's sake, what standard standard Giants? Just just a curse on a Thursday. The Slayton drop, the DJ rushing TD that was pulled back for holding, which wasn't holding. Um, but again, if, you know, we, we just didn't go out there to win at some occasions. Like the biggest thing that stuck out for me was they got the ball back and they were two down. Um, sorry, no. We were one down and um, we picked them off on their 24. With two minutes and seventeen left on the clock, um, and they got the ball back after we kicked a field goal at two minutes eleven. It was just three, you know, just let's run up the middle, let's run up the middle, run up the middle, like. And then, whereas you see, like, look at you know Raven yesterday and how their coach spoke to Lamar on that fourth and one, bit of a different situation where we needed the points. But again, that's about going out and being ballsy. They had the points. They just wanted to get the first down to, to kill the game. But we are so conservative. And whether that's still judge being new or not, I don't know. But you can tell that that sort of honeymoon period is is starting to go when you look at Twitter and stuff like that. Um, you know, No one's calling for his head or anything, but people are now expectant. Whereas last year, you sort of, he got a load of excuses and he was blamed on everyone else. Jason Garrett was a bit weird this season. Uh, this this game, sorry, like set out first drive to go to TD. It was like Garrett wasn't the offensive play call. It was mental. But we dropped 29 points. I think that's the most we've we've dropped under Jason Garrett. Um, DJ had a good game, solid game. Um, again, bit, bit bitter today when um, everyone's singing and dancing about Lamar Jackson being the first QB to throw over 200 yards and rush for 100 yards in a game with a touchdown on each when DJ did that, but he got called back. Um, but he still like got 95 rushing yards, over 240 passing yards. It was a good game by DJ. But I think the biggest thing from a neutral is people probably look at that and go, Washington's all being an all you know powerful front seven that they talk about up against Giants' offensive line. I don't think many people are going to fear that Washington, uh, I just can't see it. Um, I think the Cowboys will probably be sat there licking their lips, especially after beating the Chargers last night with some bullshit calls. Um, they probably look at that division and just think it should be a walkover, and it, it probably will be. Um, I just hope that Patrick Graham puts on a load of weight again and goes back to the defensive play caller he was last year because we've been, we've been shy this season defensively. We, we've been really soft. Um and that's probably where we lost that game. DJ had put in a position, and, and the offence, not just DJ, obviously, had put us in a position where we probably should have won that game, um, and we didn't. It, it was it was shit. It was minging. Always is. Thursday night, you're staying up till fucking half four, five o'clock to then witness your team win a game because the, the other team had missed the field goal to then just see that little yellow oh, flag on the play. Yay. <laughs> oh, that's just what I want to see. <laughs> Oh, uh, fucking hell, more penalties. All right, okay, yeah, get a bit closer. What's the bet in this one goes in? 
yeah, straight through the post, standard. Okay, I think so. the thing that I saw about this one, there was only two touchdowns and five field goals by the Giants. That's the issue. Like you said, it, you're getting into, is, posi- you're getting that, into position. That isn't the issue. Look at last season. That is not the issue. <laughs> but that's what I mean, like is twenty percent of what DJ threw last year. <laughs> so, that's what I mean. You yeah, finish you finish one weeks. of those field goals into a touchdown, you've won the game. Yeah, and, and like I say the Slayton drop, you know, the blown coverage and he was he was he was just <coughs> wide open in the end zone, he dropped it. Stuff like that. Bit disappointing. There's loads of stats coming out. You, everyone knows what what Twitter's like when your team loses, but you see all sorts of stats coming out at the moment and um one I saw earlier, we were talking about yesterday in the group about you know, depth chart and stuff. Oh, wide receivers. Uh, Golladay is the second least for separation. Um, Kyle Rudolph's fourth least separation. And then Slayton and Shepard are in the bottom third. It's just... He, we're just sort of really locked down by this offensive play that we've got. And it, it's a struggle. And I think you're probably going to have games that will give us hope, like Thursday, where you think, oh, maybe we could do it with this. It's offensive play, but we've got. But your lower averages, when you're trying to actually take three downs to get that ten yards every time, you, you're not you're not going to get enough. You're not you're not going to score enough. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a worry for the season. It really is. Like Ash said, could be worse. Could be a Dolphins fan um, after last night. Obviously, a bit disappointing for them. But I think the long term is. I think Giants. You know, are on for a losing season again, without a doubt. All the pre optimism is gone, um, and it, it's just a case of what is it going to be? Is it going to be? Are we going to not tank? But are we going to be bad enough that we only we get a top five pick, or we're we going to be that fucking middle of the bunch shite again, um, and not really get a pick that you could do much with? And we look what we've done with ours, Kadarius Tony, brilliant. I thought I'd say that. Yeah, I've done anything, more receiving yards in the NFL than Kadarius Tony. Um, but again, minus two. minus two, yeah, across two games. But it, it's it's weird. First game, he got two plays given him, and they were like, like gadget plays, and one was for a loss of nine yards. Um, and obviously, had a catch for seven after that. He then didn't get any more snaps until the second half. I think he got three at the very end in garbage time. You know, we had nothing on him, nothing came to him. And then the game just gone. Then he played a few snaps in the first half, didn't wasn't involved. And then there was reports of him and George having like a stern conversation on the touchline. Didn't come back in the game. And then he, I think he tweeted up on Instagram after the game or something like, um, it was like a meme and it was like, I'm not mad. It's just this, this shit's lame for real right now or something like that. Then again, we all know what the New York media is like. So there's a frenzy over that. And then he come out and said, nothing to do with the game, nothing to do with that media are all clowns again not going to have gone down well um so yeah he didn't have the best pre-season he didn't you know he did he just didn't play he had covid family issues all sorts of stuff um not looking good right now when the bears have got justin fields with our pick and we've passed on rashawn slater it's it there's all sorts of questions but it's all hindsight and, and look nfl's back and i've got to enjoy it last night was enjoyable <laughs> giants didn't play it's fucking great. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that sort of news. I've got two games to talk about. Um, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, last episode you were zero for zero. Oh, gone two and zero oh within less than a week. Uh, first off, we had the 
by them. Question in there from our favourite listener, elusive poet there for you, Tom. So Where do you, who trust, do you trust? Who do you trust, sorry, on the Giants roster and staff? Oh, he's difficult. I, I like Judge and I like Patrick Graham. Um, you know, it's only two games this season and I would have expected us to have gone forward from what we were last season. And we haven't, we've gone backwards. But again, it's only two games. Um, so I'm not writing them off yet. Um, obviously, roster. Sterling Shepard is looking brilliant. Um, Andrew Thomas, Thomas is, is looking solid. Again, Chase Young played the Giants and didn't get... He got one QB pressure, no sacks, no hits. Absolutely locked down. He's shit. Um, and then, devastating thing was Nick Gates, one of my favourite offensive linesmen. Lower leg fracture in the first quarter after moving into guard. Who else? Um, I liked Slayton. But last season, he had drop issues. This season, he's had drop issues. Um, and then defence, I, I like I like the defence. But I just think, I said it last season when it happened, I don't like the fact we got rid of Tomlinson or we let Tomlinson go. And we've not really replaced him. I think we brought in Austin Johnson. Um, and it sh- it's showing now, like, Leonard Williams has got one sack, but in the second game, did nothing. Dexter Lawrence, across two games, has had one QB hurry. Um, and Tomlinson was like an unsung sort of hero, and he was he was taking two players. It was allowing Williams to get the sacks he did, so it's a worry there. But I, I, I like our DBs, I like our safeties, um, I like Blake Martinez. So I don't know. Obviously, I like the defense a lot more than the offense. But at the moment, this season, well, last game, defense aren't performing, and the offense did more than they normally do. Um, yeah, there's my okay, Come on, Matt. Let, let's, let's get <coughs> yeah, back sure. now. Um, let's bring well, this pod up. I'll say we had Monday night football uh, last week. Uh, with, <laughs> um, with Monday night football, with, <laughs> nah, uh, I didn't even say that. Then I was, looking <laughs> I was just looking there for about three seconds, didn't even know. <laughs> oh, my camera's froze. Um, this is a great <laughs> way to get, encourage people to watch rather than listen because uh, we ain't going to tell you what's on the screen, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, if you are a podcast listener, get on YouTube and skip to 15 minutes uh, and have a look at what Tom's doing. Uh, yeah, so we had Monday Night Football uh, against the Ravens. Ravens, good side, playoff team from last year. Um, granted, they have some injuries, however, um, that's not my fault. Um, so, we taking my bias out of it and it was a great game, a great, great, great. Went to overtime, uh, and uh, we we took it with a touchdown in, in overtime. And I thought the team played quite well. Um, I was buzzing for the win. Lamar Jackson was was good, wasn't excellent. He was good, but his last night I thought he was excellent um, from what I've seen from them beating the Chiefs. Um, so that's a good win, good win against the Ravens. Like I said, they. They're a playoff team. They're going to be a contender. Lamar is great. They have got injuries, but I still think the Ravens are an excellent side. And then um, last night, we had a short week. and went on the road, travelled halfway across America to go and face another AFC playoff team in the Steelers, who last season, I think, went 11-0. Start the season, did they? Um, I'm pretty sure they went 11-0 um, before yeah. they lost a couple of games. Yeah, And um, I'll be honest... We had a couple of injuries. Our line had two starters missing. Uh, we have no Josh Jacobs. 
and as you'll be able to tell from our stats, we didn't really run the ball much. Um, but we won 26-17 and we were good for the win. It wasn't even a lucky win. TJ Watt for them did get injured during the game, which it's a massive, massive loss um, yeah. for any team, TJ Watt. But at the same time, Jay, Josh Jacobs for me is, is, is an elite running back and we didn't have him for the whole game. So it it's swings and roundabouts in my opinion. We had injuries, they got injuries, whatever. Um, but Derek Carr, which is the reason... I am wearing the number four jersey. It was unbelievable last night. Um, took an injury on a touchdown pass to Foster Moreau. Um, wasn't looking good. There was players on the ground, well, kneeling down, praying for him. Um, gets up, carries on, plays the game, throws a 65-yard touchdown to Henry Woods, uh, who last night went for over 100 yards. Great. And if you look at how the Raiders, um, well, Derek Carr spread the ball about last night. Um, let me just get the stats up. Um, it wasn't just he, he had one main target in rugs. He threw it about really well. Um, so here we go. He gave five five receptions to rugs, five to Waller, five to Redpro, five to Kenyon Drake, three to Ryan Edwards, two to Foster Moreau, one to Willie Sneed, two to Derek Carrier. So he spread the ball out really well. Rugs had 113 yards. Obviously, one of those was a 65-yard touchdown. Waller had 65, Renfro had 57, Kenyon Drake had 46, Brian Edwards had 40. So he's, 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 he's mixing it up. Whereas in week one, he pinged it at Waller about 400 times before he realised we had anyone else playing. Um, massive shout-out to Hunter Renfro last night. Core ball, that was unreal. Um, I don't know if I've, I've done your shared the link in our group, but um, Renfro... We thought we chair then. Renfro get was almost snapping a guy's ankles, but Carr threw it a little bit above him. <laughs> um, Carr threw it a little bit above Renfro and he pulled it out. Why have I had a stroke? <laughs> I don't remember last season when you were like that, if it wasn't in the game. <laughs> um, like, uh, like Gaz has just said there, since the second half of the game against the Ravens, Derek Carr has been outstanding. Um, He's leading the league in passing yards. He's over 128 yards ahead of second place after two games. Um, his passer rating last night was 126. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> I think Tom's gone. Um, but yeah, um, couldn't really be be more pleased with how we've, uh, we've started. Um, we've started two and zero against two. Two contenders for me, the Steelers and Ravens over there or thereabouts, I think. Um, and then we move on to three home games in a row um, against Miami, against the Chargers and against the Bears, I think. So, you know, there's a real chance for us to be 5-0. and oh, There's also a real chance for us to be 2-3. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. We look good. Our defence looks legit. Um, Matt Crosby and Ethan Gockaway are outstanding. Um, Solomon Thomas was great last night. Um, and then a massive shout out to Nate Hobbs. It was a late round pick. I think he was a fifth round pick this year, and he's got himself a starter's job. Casey Haywood was great last night. He was one of Gus Bradley's guys um, from previous things at Chargers. Um, yeah, just really happy for once. And I know we start. I think we started last year. Did we start two in a last year. No, we split six and three. I think last year didn't we? And I was happy then, but we all know what happened. But there's a different feel about the team this year. It feels different. I know I know. Um, it's easy to say that, but I felt comfortable with watching us last night. I kind of didn't know we were going to win, but I kind of felt we were going to, and that's not 
the position I've been in since probably 2016. Um, yeah, happy 2 0 against two playoff teams, two contenders, you know, against two good quarterbacks. Well, against Lamar Jackson, who's a good quarterback, and against Ben Roethlisberger, who I think he's on his way out. Uh, he's still a he's still a good quarterback, mm. but his, his time is is limited, I think. And uh, yeah, so I'm happy 2 0. We'll, 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 Raiders are going to raid us. We'll probably lose to the Dolphins next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to um, just bring one thing up as we recap week two and go into our like picks of players and stuff. Obviously, on the last episode, um, I mean, I'm just let's just get into it. Touch whilst George is obviously active in the chat. I just wanted to make sure. Um, he, quite, quite a while ago, we um, we did our fantasy draft. <laughs> And um, pretty sure he put a prediction in the group somewhere. Unfortunately, I can't find it. Otherwise, I would have already been on this. Um, but Jordan and I played each other week one. And um, he was very confident about beating me based on projected stats. Um, the little analytical loser. Um, just to be clear, um, Patrick Queen is not going to get 20 points tonight. So I'll take that week one victory. Thank you very much. So, Tom. <laughs> I've got to admit, that's one of my favourite videos. And so, um, what, what I liked about the video about I thought I had, a, I had a hand in it. Uh, it had absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, I was sent it before it went out on the overtime show. And I, oh. did, I did like it. But, yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, I assume you know we made it now, do you? Uh, no, I'm, I know Bones is good with that sort of stuff. But no, Gaz as Bones. well. It was Gaz. Gaz is a little virgin that can do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a technological virgin. <laughs> he's uh, yeah. Gaz was Gaz was fully responsible for that. Uh, nothing yeah. to do with me. As soon as I put it in our group chat, saying someone. Thing is, we've that. got we've got some questions to be having here because I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we've now sort of created this interpod banter. Um, <laughs> Gary needs to pick a fucking side. He really does. I tried because... to tra- I tried to trade him last night. This, this is the thing, isn't it? You need to realise who's calling the shots, boy. I asked if we could trade gas for JP. Can, yeah. can we draft somebody in from, like, college? Can we do it like that? Can we trade him for some picks? Yeah. <laughs> just, I'll just give him away. Yes. <laughs> no one will fucking have him. We'll have to terminate his contract. Uh, well, I Once the season's finished, we'll have to settle it with some sort of competition. Now, um, we, could, we could have, like, a massive drink-off. We know Mark doesn't drink, so we'd probably win that. Uh, we could have like a game. We could have a game of footy, and that might impact JP uh, with his abilities. Um, we could spend some money that will impact. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I could do for yeah. uh, And um, Amazon shopping contest. Yeah, we could. <laughs> when he gets Amazon vouchers. Look <laughs> at Mark's. Uh, well, Overtime there. pod versus waste of time pod. I mean, we have a good time. We don't mind. To, to be honest, that which pulls in more viewers, lads, all the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a mic, I'd drop. Well, I do have a mic, but I'm not dropping it. Um, but yeah, no, I, and it has has become like Tom said, it's become a thing where it's mostly Tom versus them. I'll be honest. Um, it's um, although last night was, last night was pretty funny in, in our own, in our side group chat for the. Those, those three guys and the other time guys that we were just we were just trying to wind each other up during the, the late game or the later game. 
it was pretty funny. I think me and Tom were going to Jamie a little bit, trying to get him to bite about it. This is when I was out having a meal as well. I didn't know you were out. I didn't know you were out. I'd have probably gone on someone else. But then JP just came in and went, the bullshit. And I got Like Like Mark says, it's all good banter until he slams a giant shot and they fuck him. Well, what was it you said to me on Friday, Tom, when we was out? You see, he's got this, got this giant agendas coming out. He's, he's targeting them. Mark's making you dislike the Raiders. Yeah, and the thing is, I can't slag them off on his pod because then, but it doesn't have the effect because you're here. And, and it doesn't have the effect when your team's zero in two. But yeah, it's like, well, this is the Giants. When, when do we not go zero in two? Um, but yeah, I think he said in the group yesterday, he's like. The 1% chance we've got of the Giants <laughs> beating the Raiders, if that happens, be no just contest. be ready. In that I'm group, be ready. And in this pod, be... you're not coming on, you're right. Marty's coming on this pod. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got nothing to lose here. We, we are the winning <laughs> boys of the NFL. So you beat us, it's expected. We beat you. It, I'll drive to Newcastle, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Over time versus uh, normal normal guys live in Newcastle. We'll pick uh, pick Jordan JP up on the way. Yeah. <laughs> how but no, for, how, for how did you, you feel? But those for those of you obviously that haven't actually tuned into the the overtime pod. Don't bother. Uh, probably a good choice. <laughs> but no, in in all seriousness, now I know. Some of it was was complex in the off season. Some of it massively went over my head, um, mainly when Jordan spoke. So I couldn't be asked listening. Um, but go and have a listen now because they're they're getting into the part where obviously they're talking about their teams and results as well. So they're sort of copying what we do because they're, they're struggling to come up with their material. I get that, um, but you know it, it, it's getting really interesting. And, and three of them are decent guys, um, so it's <laughs> it's really. Yeah, I'll just let them pick who it is between them. I've already put, already put my favourite list out last time. Mark knows where he's stand. Remember last time you said that, though? Bones was like, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> is it me? Bones has been on the dooms without a doubt. <laughs> but no, like, we have, we have to talk about the whole um, fantasy football thing, because what happened? Like, he was so confident. Yeah. <laughs> he is, he... He did, and also they still lost um, the Ravens. Yeah. So. Um, I was having a look like at, at, at this week where I was sort of at because I was playing Bones, but I in in that draft I can't remember which one it was, but I only drafted two running backs of note. I had Michael Carter, and I didn't take Jacobs out. Bit of a schoolboy, and then when Derrick Henry goes and fucking rushes for fifty odd points. Um, I think I'm getting beat by Bones that week, but I'm beating. I'm, I'm winning in the in the other one, in the bigger group one. Thank God. So I might actually get my first fantasy football win. Good question, as elusive poet. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys prepare your day for Sundays and the Monday slash Thursday primetime games? Wild dedication. I don't envy. You. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't know about you guys, but last night, like I said, I was up till half four watching the game. So, and then I'm at work at nine, so it's three and a half hours sleep. Don't really prepare. Just stay yeah. up and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. If you fall asleep, you fall asleep. I know people like Gary 
or maybe yourself, Matt, if you're on the late, you might have a nap beforehand and set an alarm or... Yeah, I do, yeah. That's I usually just play cool. Madden until the game starts. <laughs> for our, our Monday night game, uh, I'd work on Monday, I'd work on Tuesday. Uh, I went to bed about 11 o'clock, set an alarm for 10 past one. Um, and I got up at 10 past one. I think I'd, I must have fell asleep around about half 11, so I'd hour and a half, just over an hour and a half sleep. Uh, <laughs> Mark's comment. Um, and uh, I got up and I actually fell asleep during the second half. Uh, luckily, I, I always record it when the Raiders are prime time, so uh, I got woke up in the morning, I always set an early alarm, I want to get up maybe half an hour, 45 minutes earlier than I need to, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll watch the rest of the game or if I can, if I need to watch the whole game. But I'll always try and stay up. There's a couple of times last year, which you probably remember, where like, I stayed up for the Chargers game, and I'm like, why have I done this now? It's half four, I'm angry, I'm not going to be able to sleep, we've lost against the Chargers, the last minute field goal. Yeah. So, and I can't help but do that every single time, but yeah, Thursday, I find Thursdays are the kill. If you lose on a Thursday, it's the worst. Because like you, like you say, you don't get sleep for a good hour afterwards because you're spewing and you're scrolling through Twitter, spouting hate, liking every minging comment possible. And then you're up for work at half seven. It's, that's always a killer for me. But this Thursday, I, did, I had a nap from about six to about half eight. And it, it sort of kept me going. Um, and then, yeah, you just got to plow. The good thing is it's a Friday, so you, it feels like it goes quicker um when you're getting free work but it's just just the dedication we've got us us loyal fans for these really I, good teams i think it obviously as a as quite a big wrestling fan myself anyway i've i've always done it since like 20 20 25 years I've, I've been watching wrestling pay-per-views going until 4am sunday night so i'm used to it so this is why like i've had three hours sleep Gone to work, smashed it, did a football coaching session, doing this now, playing football after here. Loving life. It's what I do. Um what I do. Multi talented. Comment there from Alicia Power. Every time I think about getting more prime time in NFC West games, I remember that would be excruciating for UK fans. Yeah, it's, it's what we have to do, isn't it? I suppose. Um as a, as a UK this is one of the things before Brady we were always six o'clock on, on game pass it was great <laughs> now we've got Brady it's like yeah we're putting you at the prime time 1am yeah I mean look at that like we've, we've had the Thursday night game we've got this one now that we had at nine o'clock we've got the Rams next which again is a prime time game the Giants against them that's a prime time game so I think obviously we are Super Bowl champions, so they want to put us on TV as much as possible if we have to. Um, so yeah, looking at it, Patriots one twenty a.m. Eagles why one twenty a.m. Giants why one fifteen a.m. Saints one twenty a.m. Just like why? So yeah, some some late nights for for the books this year. So it's gonna be great. Yeah, you lucky bones. You can enjoy it. Who do we have winning tonight between the Lions and the Packers? There you go. Normally, you'd be going Packers all day long, wouldn't you? But after what happened last week, I'm not. I'm not sure. You know. Um, yeah, I suppose. Do you expect a bounce back? Is the five touchdown Rodgers? I'd, I'd probably say Packers because the Lions are fucking abysmal, aren't they? Five <laughs> touchdown Rodgers. Let's do it. Why not? Come back with a bang. Yeah, I'd, I'd like the Lions to win. I, I really would. But it's not going to happen, you is can't. it? <laughs> it's not going to happen. I don't think so. I, I mean, you never know. Anything can happen. 
Um, you know, the Raiders have gone 2-0, and oh, fucking hell. Um, hey. But... <laughs> hey. Last time, last time we were three and I can't do it. I can't. Last time we went three and zero. Last time we went three and zero. Two thousand two. Made the Super Bowl that year. You Boston. should go three and zero this this season. Because it don't look like don't look like two is going to be back, is it? It's, it's a ribbing well, injury, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not. It's, 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 broken. it's, it's, it's bruising. The, the announcer just before we came on actually. But have they are? I know he's going for them all right, won't he? It'll be touch and go. Touch and go. I think. So, I mean, before we move on to week three then, who is your standout player or a standout game? I mean, we've, we've probably talked a lot about Ravens-Chiefs, so I assume that's probably everybody's standout game. But does everybody have a standout? I enjoyed Seahawks um, and Titans more. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he had his camera off, why not? There you, go. you can look at yourself now. That's yeah, actually good for that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I really, I really like the, the Seahawks more, more for the finish because obviously the Seahawks were like sort of running away with it at one point. Um, but the the finish was really good, and obviously Red Zone didn't didn't have the the footage after possession changed over and over time, so just banged it on getting past quickly and and watched that. That's what I did. It was so weird that they just turned it straight off. I, I you expect that they would probably put it on Sunday Night in America on that channel. But yeah. they did it, didn't they? It was like, nah, it's done. Go on Game Pass and watch well, the, they, like, the last five minutes. Yeah, well, they were saying it was on CBS. So that's why they don't yeah. have the contractual rights, apparently, to show it past a certain time, which is odd. But, I mean, we, we the only thing we really missed, if you were watching it on Red Zone, was Wilson trying to extend the play. And, and it, I thought it was a safety. Um, I think but, it was the forward progress because when it started, yeah, that's it was on the edge. And then obviously the Titans went and finished it off. But my my pick is going to be Henry from that game. He rushed for like 185 yards, three touchdowns, especially after the first week he had. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm taking him as, as my player of the week. Matt, ooh, I've got an obvious choice in, in DC, haven't I, Derek Carr, um, for his performance in both games. Um, but to take the Raiders out of it. I will probably go Lamar Jackson, you know. Uh, I think he, he single-handedly beat the Chiefs, I think. Um, First time ever as well, isn't it? First yeah, time ever beat the Chiefs. So, I'm going to go Lamar. For me? Yeah. If I'm taking the Raiders, I'll have it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, obviously I'd go for Brady, five touchdown Brady. Or maybe even Mike Edwards, two pick sixes in the fourth quarter to like yeah. out that game. Um, but... I can't look. I mean, I've got another two as well. There you go. There's a spike for you. Jesus. Just... Oh, give me a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce back up. That's how I broke my TV, that. Um, yeah. I can't look beyond. I think it's going to be Brady or Edwards for me. Like I said, Edwards was massive in that fourth quarter. And to get two pick sixes against Matt Ryan, he hasn't had an interception in. I think it was like 180 plays or something like that. It was the longest streak in NFL at the time. And then, obviously, he had two pick sixes in that game. He doesn't really throw the ball away a lot. But Chris White's got a point there. Tyler Lockett. Uh, yeah, yeah. he's playing really well. He is. I, don't, I, I think the, the biggest thing for Seahawks, again, I think again, I'm I'm still new to NFL, in essence. When, when, so when I talk about the Seahawks, all I've seen is 
is them sort of doing what Arsenal used to do where they were strong up until sort of Christmas. Um, so again, mm. you know, we'll we'll see. But I, I really like Lockett. DK's been quite quiet, hasn't he? Lockett's been a standout there. Um, it was the same in that Chiefs game, though. Evan was just double teaming Tyreek, so they just kept getting it to someone else, and yeah, everyone else was racking it, up the numbers. But they're in a tough division to see Hawks. Um, Rams are looking solid, aren't they? Um, the Niners are 2 0 with all them injuries as well. Picking up wins, 40 hours, that's the sign of a good team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so playing, playing well. even yeah. with Jimmy G. Yeah, it's it's got it's gonna it's gonna be hard for them to get there. Because the thing is as well, not just that, even if you get out of your division, you've got, you've got your shite to compete with, haven't you? Um so yes, it, it's gonna be tough, but I, I wouldn't be surprised either. They've they've looked all right so far. I don't really well, know what they're like defensively. Jordan will probably touch on that, but they didn't hold out yesterday, did they? They saw fourth quarter, they, they really let um, Tennessee come back in. I'm sure, I'm sure it was a two-score lead at one point, maybe even more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Like I said, without that overtime um, loss, it's 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, all on two and two wins. Seahawks obviously now 1-1. One, one. It's, a, it's a tough division to have. And obviously the Rams have got us next week on Sunday, yeah. so it's going to be a very difficult game. Um, That's a big game. I'm looking that. forward to that. Again, like you would expect, this is probably because I, I would say this may be the NFC Championship game. Could well be, yeah. Again, I think it'd be um, you and someone out of that division, regardless whether it's the Rams or not. Or Cardinals. Like I said, Cardinals have impressed a lot of people. Except Ky- Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is ridiculous. I know I ain't a fan of him per yeah. se, but he's looking fucking outstanding. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, I can't wait for this game because we can make Matt Stafford look like the silly boy he is. So. <laughs> I may or may not have been talking to a friend of ours, friend of the show, maybe some of the overtime crew, uh, talking about. <laughs> Talking about Stafford this weekend, and uh, it's fair to say neither of us are a massive fan of his. And uh, we know that there is various people who, one or two people who may believe the hype around Stafford uh, in our group chat. But yeah, me and me and I'm not going to say his initials because I'll give it away. But me and, uh, <laughs> me and somebody were talking about Stafford outside of the group yesterday, just saying that he's 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 a good quarterback, but he's not he's not elite in my opinion. There we go. There's one. Stafford on the Come on, come on, Chris. You don't know. Uh, but no, I, Stafford is good. Is he good enough to take the Rams? I don't know. The Rams are a good team anyway. Goff was poor, average perhaps. Stafford is better than Goff. Is Stafford as good as the likes of Mahomes, your Brady's, and so on? Don't think so, in my opinion. No. That's be interesting okay. to see. I, I, I tip the Rams for <laughs> to get to the Super Bowl, did I? So, I yeah. I just think that I, the Colts. Um, as, as good as the Colts are, the Rams made hard work of it last night. And yeah. Stafford, I don't know, I don't know. It's Against that Bucks D. It's all ifs and buts. Yeah. So, I mean, like we, we, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but you've got Miami this weekend. 
Two yeah, is they, questionable, uh, shall we say? Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Divisional game as well, wasn't it? It was against the Bills. And Ooh, I think they were Bills. saying like, don't don't the Bills always spank them as well? Yeah. Yes. What was the stat? Was it yourself that put that stat that they've had? Like, There's been four four shutouts yeah. and Miami were three of them. Yeah. Or something like that. Over 35 points or something like that. Since uh, 2016 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was that Miami was three of them, Patriots was the other or something like that. Uh, there have been four shutouts since the start of 2016 that have been 35 nil or worse. The Dolphins are losing three of them. They lost to the Bills 35 nil, Patriots 43 nil, Ravens 40 nil. Jeez. going to raid a game on the Miami win. <laughs> Laces out. <laughs> so, so what, Tom? Are you gonna put a digit on there and go one and two? Who have you got? It's the uh, it's the zero and two derby, isn't it? Suns versus the Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Carl yeah. Pitts has finally started to um, get some catches though against. Yeah, we're impressive. awful against. Looks impressive. <laughs> um, so yeah. It, again, it's a game on that you, we should sit there and go. Well, it's one we want to win. Um, what the? Don't know. I reckon it'll be quite an attacking game. The, the way both defenses have been so far this season. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I, I'm past the sort of Stafford optimism. He's not elite. Bones is coming on there now. Stafford is not elite. <laughs> TBA, fight me. I want you back to Yeah. Go. Look, I think I think even Ben knows he's not elite. Because he can't be elite yet, because he's he's done fuck all. He's not even got a playoff win to his name. Um, Has he got a playoff oh, appearance? Yeah, yeah. Instead, that <laughs> he then goes and does it this season with the Rams and gets a couple of playoff wins under his name. Then he's he's got a, a quote to sort of say, "I'm close to." All I'm gonna say is, I triple dare, double dare, stamps is no returns, you bones, to bring that up on your show, Stafford versus Carr this season. And I like. I will tune in live for that because Mark's not a Derek we'll Carr. We'll let the Stato do his thing. Mark <laughs> is not a Derek Carr fan, so Mark will give you a very unbiased opinion of Derek Carr, more than I would, and he'll also give you a fair opinion of, of uh, Matt Stafford. And bring it up. I'll be interested to see how that debate goes so yeah. far. <laughs> Just quickly going back to Falcons Giants. Which team's going to throw it away in the fourth quarter? Because they both have habits of doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, hopefully the Falcons, obviously. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. But... It's going to be the first draw of the season. <laughs> None of them want it. They're just going to throw it to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just again, it all depends. Because this is the thing. Like with this is what I'm saying about DJ. The, the frustrations that we have is like that first game. It was like, oh, brilliant until he fucking, he just did the fumble. And then second game where he, I'm, I'll, if, if he played like that every week, he was nothing special, but he did his job. <laughs> and to get that out of DJ, I'd take that. But this is the problem. He's done that one week. You know this week he'll go back to his turnovers again um, or just do something crazy, something stupid that, that will cost us. So... This is the problem with the Giants. You can't sit there and confidently say we're going to do this or we're going to do that because the the team is just such a a fucking variable in itself. You know, nine things out of ten can go right and one doesn't, and it'll be a different one every week. 
Um, so, but <laughs> it makes it exciting to watch. Like, I was sweating so much on Thursday because of like how involved I was in the game because it was just it was just end to end. It was on edge all the time, and and I like I like to. I like to enjoy that. As much as we didn't get the win, it made it a little bit easier to accept the loss. Only the tiniest, tiniest bit easier because it was a proper gut puncher. But it was a good game to watch. Uh, it really was. So, yeah, the Falcons are probably fucking our us. Yeah. What's Bowen saying here? He's saying, what Tom was saying is where I'm coming from. If he goes to the Rams and has a storybook year, goes to the NFC Championship with an award like MVP, he could easily be in the combo. See, I, I wouldn't say easy in the combo, but I could say the Stafford lovers and Stafford then have got something to to back, back up. up. At the moment, all they've got is, yeah, but he's had a shit team for all the years he's been there. He's elite. I don't care. But if he goes to the Rams with a really good team and does I mean, something, he's, he's like below the next the next group below. I don't know who you want to put in the elite group because you've clearly got Mahomes. You've got Brady, he's a solid player. You've got, you've got Aaron Rodgers. You've got one or two others that you, you're going to put in that that elite yeah. bracket yeah. group. And I, Stafford's in the next chunk for me. Um, yeah, along along with the likes of Kyler. At the minute, yeah, but I think Kyle's... He's still, he's still got to get those interceptions out there. He's still he's making sure he He's going to win MVP this year, isn't he, I think, Kyle? I think, I think yeah. you're going to have to... I don't know if, if maybe the game's sort of coming to that point now where these scrambling QBs that do what they do, your Mahomes, your Lamars, your Kylers, you're going to have to every now and again accept an interception because of how bad they're trying to extend the plays. I think, like, I was on Twitter yesterday, I think, and... Um, after there was obviously loads of interceptions yesterday, but there was some games there was only one or two. And what I think someone, I, I think, hit a nail on the head. They were saying, like, in the modern game now, you can you can easily deal with a turnover because the rest of your game, you're back to normal and you're putting yourself in a good position either defensively or offensively. That's where the Giants struggle, is when we're winning games, we're only winning by, you know, one, two. If that it's never more than one score, so then when you have this horrendous turnover out of nowhere, it's always costly. Um, but when you look at your, you know, your Kylers and your Lamars and your, your Mahomes, they will throw picks because they're fucking scrambling for forty yards behind them and they're throwing something at last yeah. minute just to try and keep that play alive. They're taking risks, aren't they? It's they take risks, yeah. And sometimes the, the interceptions, as much as it's a start against them, it was a nothing interception. Yeah. It was like third and ten, and they've intercepted it in their own twenty. Yeah. You're saying if um, the Rams get to say the NFC Championship game, does that then put in the conversation? Would you put Jimmy G in the conversation of being the elite quarterback? Took a team to the Super Bowl for three quarters. This is what I was sort of saying is, I think it, it it's not for your neutral. I don't think it's enough to go Stafford's in that elite conversation. But for your your Lions fans that have you know, had the enjoyment out of him for all the years they've had and him being the only shining light in their cesspool, he he will look better than what he actually is. Um like Jack Grealish. Yeah. So now he goes to he goes to the Rams and like for example yesterday I think he threw short was it short yeah so I've got it here two hundred and seventy eight yards he had sixty percent completion and he threw an interception two TDs. That's not elite 
in a, but that's that's doing a job in a Rams team that would get him to those games. So it, it, it is the Lions biased, and and I I completely agree. Like I'd be the same. Like, can you imagine if if some miraculous reason, some weird reason, a big team took DJ, and he just did what he did and got them to play? I'd be like, ah, fuck a lot of you, you know, ah. Look what I said. I said he was good enough, blah, blah, blah. Not that ever. I said he's good enough. I just hoped he is. But because you have that emotional attachment. And I haven't heard one Lions fan say anything but Matt Stafford is unbelievable. Yeah, he doesn't get shown much on TV. So I think it says it all. It sort of all stems back to um, is Brady the best of all time? No, he's just been the best team. I think it's why we love the game so much because it's all opinionated as well, isn't it? Jamie's scratching his head, trying not to bite. Look at him. Look at that scratch there. That was a deep scratch. <laughs> I'm just happy we haven't talked about Winston. So Yeah. Well, now you, now you mention him. I mean, shall we check shall we check his um his touchdown count for the season? Uh, last week he was on five. This week he's on five, so that's fine. <laughs> he got a rushing um, TD though, didn't he? He did. Um, he did get a rushing one, but unfortunately, can we have no the other pass. count, please? Can we have the other count, please? We do have it on here. It has been updated for comeback player of the year. Sorry, defensive well, player defensive of the player year. year. Let's get this right. Von Miller sat count three. There it is. There it is. It's just gonna keep growing. I mean, didn't somebody get five? Chandler Jones got five in one yeah, game. One. And then did nothing last week. The game was gone, I believe. Yeah, so um, who knows? Where's Matt start? We need a Matt start. I haven't. I'm Ridiculous. you can have the Winston turnover count. You can have Winston yard count. Because obviously, he's thrown 259 yards and in two games, and Daniel Jones threw 249 on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, but. One of them, isn't it? He's found five touchdowns. <laughs> He's got a win. Eli Manning. Got a win. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Eli won two. Jimmy G and Goff are aided incredibly. Stafford is the reason the Lions won games, but Corner Malik is a bit too much. There we go. There's it all. We're waiting for you to accept our invite to come on the pod, William Super Poet. Yeah, it would be good to have him on. He's here every week. We'd like to have you on. Yeah. Who do you uh, support as well? Because he mentioned the NFC West, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, I'm going to say cards. I was thinking that. Hmm. We're just going to wait until he replies. We'll just yeah. wait and see what happens. I mean, while we are waiting, it's 50 minutes. So, I mean, we haven't done it yet. What are you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we probably finished it. My can of Pepsi Max Cherry's finished. On <laughs> Golden Goose. Oh, Get a Lucy Poet on this pod. Get him on this oh. pod. What a guy. Do you know what? Let's get him on for when the Giants play the Raiders and we'll have Mark on and Jamie can just sit in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 2v2, CBA fight me. Jamie can referee. Get, get in the seat. Everyone else can get the pack can. And then... <laughs> What the hell happened there, Jesus? <laughs> it's because you got, got, got that thing at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on gold, Golden Goose Lager from the Goose Island Beer Company. I'm uh, 
I'm still clinging. Still on bottle number one. Of, uh... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Four pack. Huge cards fan. But honestly, cards, I yeah. just love how much of a war zone the NFC West is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair enough. Another NFC boy, though. We'll take it. The aging quarterback. So. Boss eyed for Boss eyed, did he make Winston. Oh, is that what he's talking about? The comment Winston made uh, when he said something like, um, What has my coach said to me? What did he say to me? He just said to be prepared. I I remember what my coach said to me. What did he say to me? He just said to be prepared. (laughs) I love him. What a guy. We'll always give. He is funny. I'll give him that. He is funny in the media. Yeah. You, I think you've got to be because if you're that shit, you've got to have something about you, haven't you? <laughs> Jimmy Bullard, great example. Yeah. Now he's a host of Soccer AM. Trying to challenge real footballers at challenges just so he oh, can JP, actually do something. JP's back. JP's back. Hello. Oh, it's just This episode's explicit. Apologies, elusive poet. No gender bias here. Yeah, everyone's all the same. Tom's just happy oh, to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing behind this camera. <laughs> I, can, I can see you. <laughs> the best thing about having that picture there, I can sit and check my phone and ignore you. Welcome two. to the third and short and curlies. Yeah. <laughs> Three inch and short and curlies. And. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting yeah, yeah. week. Hopefully, we're going to all be Furio, Furio, oh, Furio. Why? Why, hopefully? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you surely want to beat the Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Why? They're going to. Still division. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm going to see the Falcons next month in London. Oh, you're at the Jets game, aren't you? Jets. Well, I'm so excited to see Zach Wilson, and I'm quite excited to see Kyle Pitts, and it's going to be just a, it's going to be a free-free game. That is something we need to talk about, is Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson being the one and two pick, and both not really doing anything as of yet. What do we think? I know Mark said that uh, he thinks Trevor will be late, but Jags are shit, aren't they? So are Jets. Don't you forget, they are the worst two teams in the division. It's not going to happen straight away. Yeah, like, Mark says, yeah. Jets are in full rebuild, rebuild mode this season. Not like they haven't been for the past five years or anything. Telling you now, Jets will be in the playoffs next year. Just give Wilson, just give Wilson time. Zach Wilson, there's a reason I put him in nearly every single one of my fantasy teams. And, well, to be fair, <laughs> I, 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 was saying, yeah, I was happy for... I was like, get Wilson. I thought he was going to do all right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's, he's thrown more TDs than DJ. Just no. unfortunately, he's had a few more no, interceptions. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but he's one of those. I mean, reminds me of a certain uh, boy that I once loved, still love. So keep throwing those TDs and INTs. I mean, judging on the average so far, it looks Zach like he could Wilson beat that 30 33. Reminds you of Winston. Yeah, just throwing interceptions and touchdowns oh, for days. You look, you look nothing alike. <laughs> the style of play. They're just happy to be there and just throwing balls. Just happy to be there. Just taking balls. 
<laughs> Skipping off the pitch. We lost again. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how how they sort of, you know, come on because they haven't had the best of starts, have they? But they are in two trash franchises. Um, so it, it's going to be... Lucid Poet, man. Listen, stop justifying, Marts. This is bantering between the pods where we're trying to dig him out of here. We all know the Jags and Jets been rebuilt, but we're not accepting it from Mark. We're not having it. So just play along and just say the shy, please. I hope um, you watch the overtime show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, does, apparently. I've been excited. <laughs> I've been excited to watch them. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be very interesting to see sort of how they develop and how they deal with the adversity. Burrow threw a pick as well yesterday, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. It is good to see it. It is. You want, you want the rookies to sort of struggle and see how they sort of come out of it. No, Burrow didn't throw a pick. Did he not? No. You say Burrow. No, no, no. Might, might have fumbled it. Hang on. You don't know. Right Fumbles don't come up on there, do they? Wait there, wait there. He's going That's why DJ always looks good on Google. I was you actually look at the other like, stuff. Yes, Burrow did throw three intercept yesterday. Apologies. Yeah. I didn't realise it was three. <laughs> so. Well, three, three on TDs. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals haven't. I thought Bengals do a bit better than than how they've looked so far. But, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, they've not really got anyone, have they? I don't rate Joe Mixon, if I'm being honest. Got T Higgins, I like him. Yeah. Chase, you know, Annie. Yeah, he got one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Two catches for 54 yards. They're really going deep on him. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. Jamie put that put that um, comment up. If only DJ could play Washington seven time, 17 times. You'll still lose. You're lost against them. Yeah. Yeah, but on the <laughs> lower averages, on the lower averages, he's only lost 20% of his games against Washington. He's won 80%. Fair enough. If only DJ could play Washington 17 times a We'd season. be on 11 and a half wins. And we can all firmly say that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's it for this week. I don't know if there's anything else that you guys wanted to mention. Um, but make sure to follow us on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, not TikToks, we don't use that crap, at Third Short Pod. And wherever you are watching or listening on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, wherever you are listening, press that follow button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're watching on Twitter or on Facebook, I'm pretty sure there's like a subscribe follow button so you never miss when we go live as well. Tonight on Mondays, most likely 8.30 on a Thursday if I'm correct for overtime. It's around then, isn't it? Around there, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Whenever I mean, that's basically. So, so, that's it for me. Matt, do you have any last words? Steelers! <laughs>